We're both laughing. We're both crying at the same time. And I'm not entirely sure we know why we're laughing or crying or what's going on. And there was this period where Surya turns to me and she was like, are we going to be okay? Welcome to Well Shit. It really is that simple. I'm Claire. And I'm Serena. On this podcast, we help you to understand about your 12 universal needs, why they are currently not being well met, how to meet them in ways that work for you, and how to consistently do so in quick, easy, and simple ways that fit seamlessly into your life. We'll also help you to understand how doing so will have a positive ripple effect in literally every area of your life. If you like what you hear, sign up for more support with meeting your needs with your weekly Universal Needs Notes at theuniversalneeds.com. And enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. Apparently not. <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> I think we're going. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> oh, my Fuck God. It. I really wish that <laughs> that you at home could hear what happens before we hit record like I mean legitimately like we almost didn't hit record again like Serena for the win on this one. I mean Serena has had the roller coaster of emotions in the space of about three minutes <laughs> like she just told me a story about fishy face we were both doing kissy faces she spilled seltzer all over herself and the the chair. chair I'm currently very soggy but <laughs> Here we are. And then she realized that we weren't recording when we thought we were recording. I mean, it's like... It's Claire, so we started the intro and Claire's like, oh, I wish we put plit- or we're recording on this. And I'm like, and we're not recording on this. <laughs> cool. We, I mean, the good thing is we enjoy what we do. We do. We do. And we do it with smiles and laughter <laughs> and complete disarray. But well, it's- and actually, it's funny that you say that, like talking about smiles and laughter. I remember there was a, a period like we'd spoken in a previous episode about the fact that we did the visa process. <clears throat> we were doing the, the uh, request for evidence uh, for my visa submission. And there was one, I remember there was one day really towards, right towards the end of the process where, I mean, everything, and when I say people, people saw what the amount that was put into the deck that we sent back and they're like, oh my God, that's so much work. People have no clue because it's not just the amount that was there. It was how hard it was to get everything in there done because everything that could go wrong did go wrong. We had people who bailed at the last minute or just ghosted us. We had people, uh, we had, um, I, I did a bunch of work. I remember the day, the day I'm thinking about in question, the day before I'd done a bunch of work that evening. I We opened everything up on the, it was a Tuesday night I did the work. The Wednesday I opened it up and um, nothing had saved. Um, the Wednesday we were trying to do things and literally we were doing it, saving it reopening it and it had all screwed up in that period of time i mean it was like the printing everything that could go wrong did go wrong with this process it was like i don't think anybody other than us will ever understand what actually went into that process no, not even the significant others no or like the people that were that part were of it to with us. us yeah no no they, they just they just won't ever understand but i remember there was this there was this period there was this moment on the wednesday where um 
Serena had had a um, a human moment, shall we say, in terms of how she'd read something. And we were... Like, I don't know if that was a human moment because I didn't read anything that was on the paper. It was... Oh, you read most of it. I mean, in, it was a very human... It was like, when your needs are depleted, yes. this is a human moment. That's what I mean by human moment. Like, this is how people are when their needs are depleted. And, and literally, she, she shared this human moment with me. We're both laughing. We're both crying at the same time. And I'm not entirely sure we know why we're laughing mm-hmm. or crying or what's mm-hmm. going on. And there was this period where Serena turns to me and she was like, are we going to be okay? <laughs> As we are laughing. Like, that's the level we got to, folks. And we were still laughing. So, um, so yeah, the good thing is, is that no matter what happens, there's normally some humor to be found at some point in the... Even when... Even when Shit's in the fan. We're in the hole. We normally have a giggle in there, don't we? We do. We do. We're, fun- <laughs> we're, we're funny ladies. <laughs> so um, today we are talking about a concept that we have shared about multiple times previously on the podcast. We actually shared it, interestingly enough, I don't know if it was the last episode or the one before. Um, and I was like, oh, we haven't recorded that one yet, haven't I? I didn't realize that we were due to record it literally a couple later. So um <clears throat> So I'm kind of excited because this is one of those things where when we were coming up with a list of things that we wanted to record on the podcast, I was like, we've done this, right? And Serena's like, yeah, I think so. And we went back and it was someone, such a basic principle <laughs> of the universal needs. And we're like, oh shit, how have we not actually done a podcast episode on this? But that's the problem is that when you live and breathe this stuff, um, it seems some of this stuff, once you start to integrate it, you can't kind of unlearn it. So you forget that not everybody knows this stuff and you forget what you've recorded on a podcast and what you <laughs> haven't, apparently. Well, it's been over a year of recording, so there's, well, there's a yeah. lot of uh, cataloging up there. Yeah, we are, we are well into season two at this point. Um, so today we are going to be talking about the needs formula. So what do we mean by the needs formula? The needs formula is basically understanding that We already know that everything we do every second of every day is done to meet our needs. So we're always meeting our needs all the time. But the thing is that anything that we are doing in any given moment, pretty much anything you are doing in any given moment is both meeting and costing your needs simultaneously. It may be meeting some needs and not others. It may be meeting some needs to some extent and other needs like it's costing those same needs in other ways. Um, And what the needs formula is, is like, how do you take a look at this thing that you are doing and assess on one side of the formula, how is it benefiting my needs? And on the other side of the formula, how is it costing my needs? And how do those two balance out? Because you want to make sure that the things that you are doing to meet your needs benefit your needs way, 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 way more than they are costing them. Like this is just like general principle. Um, and actually we had somebody ask, we're going to do another, like a, a bigger episode on this. Um, somebody asked when we asked for some ideas on the podcast, someone someone said like, um, why, why is meeting my needs not working? Well, this might be one of the reasons that meeting your needs isn't working because you're doing things in a way that might be meeting your needs a little bit, but it's costing your needs a lot. And so you want to make sure that that, 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 that balance 
it's not balanced, obviously, that it is unbalanced in the favor of benefiting your needs much, much more than it's costing your needs. Um, so I want to give a couple, I've got a great example of this, but I want to give like a couple of like smaller sort of day-to-day examples um, because I can see people being like, what do you mean things are costing my needs as well as meeting them? There are some things that just meet my needs, right? Mm, maybe not. So for example, um, one of the things that I always talk about in this context is yoga. So yoga is something that I practice most mornings and uh, it's very, very good for me. It's good for my foundation functioning because it's like physically good for my body. It's exercise, it's movement. Um, it's good for my love need. I'm eating I'm, because I'm, I'm loving myself by doing something that's very good for me. Um, I'm, it's like see my value needs, it's meeting my personal power. There's a whole bunch of needs that it is meeting. Now, it is meeting my foundation function need and to do yoga takes energy. So it is also reducing my foundation functioning because that energy that is going into doing the yoga is actually costing that need. But the amount that I'm benefiting of that by um, by doing the yoga is far, far, far outweighs the amount of energy it is requiring for me putting into the process. And so that's basically a good example of something that is that's how you want it to be. You want it, yes, it's going to be, everything's going to be costing you. Nothing as simple as like, I'm, I'm trying to think if there is anything that only meets needs and doesn't cost needs. Because I can't think of a single thing. Not as a constant. I mean, because no. just the nuance involved in needs makes right. it, like, there are some times where just sleeping, like, that meets your, like, that meets your needs. But the time, the times where that's true, where that is the only thing you need are so... But yeah, I well, don't know if it could actually exist. And even sleep, like, yes, it meets needs, but... Also, it might be like you're not in connection with other people when you're sleeping. So like it may be like that. That's the good thing is that, I mean, a lot of people think that um, that when they come to us to learn about needs, we're going to basically give them a nice little checklist. We're going to tell them all the things that they have to do and they get to check them off and go done. And it's like, you know, that's not how this works Um, because... I mean, how cool would it be if it could? If it could, I mean, we'd be millionaires by now, right? And make our jobs a lot easier. <laughs> right? and like, but the thing about it is, is that as we talked about in a previous episode, also our needs are constantly changing, and so yes, the thing that might have met my need yesterday doesn't meet my need to the same extent, doesn't meet the same needs, doesn't cost the same needs in this way that it did does tomorrow. So it's like this constant flux and change when it comes to our need also will affect the needs formula. Our current state will affect the needs formula. So for example, if I am, and I'm going to be honest, like when we were done with the visa submission, I was spent, like spent, did not get out of bed for an entire day. I spent three days in my pajamas. Yeah. Um, In fact, I actually, I stayed in bed all day. I got out of bed to go and support a friend of mine with something he was doing at the theater. I literally said to him, there are very few people I'd have dragged myself out of my bed for today. You're one of them. Went for two hours, came back to bed, stayed back in bed again. Um, I was exhausted. 
So if I so if I tried to do yoga at that point, the amount of energy it would have like percentage wise that I had in the body, it would have taken for me to have done like it would have cost my foundation function need way more than it would have met it at that point in time. Same exact thing that a lot of the time needs formula, bing, like it's like it's meeting my needs a lot more than it's costing my needs. But also if I was doing yoga at that point in time, I'm not valuing myself because I'm like, oh, well, I'm trying to do this thing for what reason? Like, cause it's, it's costing my needs. That's not valuing me and it's not valuing what I need. It's not serving you. <laughs> no. Like at that moment, like you could have injured yourself further. Yeah, like- probably would have done, yeah. There's a whole bunch of things. So anyway, this is a kind of basic concept of the needs formula. And, oh, go right ahead. I just want to jump yeah. in really quick. Just be, um, you had mentioned, you know, like sometimes the, what need is up at the moment that can change. And also, you know, it would be amazing to just have a checklist and be like, do this, 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 you're good. But my needs are different than Claire's needs. Mm-hmm. And even some days like, and also the ways that work for you are different to the ways that work for me. Yes. I mean, all of our needs are the same, but the ways that meet them and the ways that feel good, sometimes and it is the same. And also the needs that are up yes. are going to be different for different people at different times. So that's why we can't just give you what is going to work because it's what works for us. I mean, I know the ways that, I know generally the ways that work for Serena, but I, could, I couldn't prescribe needs, like prescribe activities to meet your needs because... I don't know where she's at until she tells me. Now I can make suggestions that she can then decide, hold on a second, yeah, that meets my needs well. There's very little cost to it. That feels good to me. And there are things that will determine how well a need will be met and how little a need, how much it will cost a need. And that's, um, we, we will uh, we talk about the red green spectrum. We've, um, I think we talk about it in episode three. Um, where we talk about the how about meeting needs and about the fact that the way that you meet your need sits on a spectrum. And at one end of the spectrum, you've got the whole, you've got the um, uh, TV dinner way of meeting needs where it might stop you from being like immediately hungry, but it's not providing any nourishment. So you're going to be hungry again in half an hour. And at the other end of the spectrum, the green end of the spectrum, you've got your whole food, home cooked, nutritionally balanced way of meeting your needs where not only does it stop you being hungry, it actually provides the nutrition so that you stay um I was going to say hungrier for longer. That's not fuller for longer is the, is the phrase I was looking for. So obviously the red green spectrum is one of the things that can determine how well or um, the the level to which it meets some, something meets your needs or the level at which it costs something needs. If it's very red spectrum, then the chances are, I don't know what is going on out there. It's a big, big, big truck. truck outside. Okay. Um, if it's very, very red spectrum, chances are it's going to be costing your needs a lot more than it is um, uh, benefiting them. And the challenge we have in our culture is that the red spectrum are the ways that we are conditioned to meet our needs. So we're doing all this stuff to meet our needs, but we're not actually getting much benefit from it at all. If you do something that's very, very green spectrum, and I notice it's, I said very green, I didn't say perfectly green because it's not actually possible to be perfect in this this whole body of work. Um, spoiler alert. Um, we'll share more about that later because uh, I'm not going into it right now. Um, but if you go more towards the green end of the spectrum, chances are it's going to be benefiting your needs more than costing your needs, which is why that it's under, it's important to kind of understand how these kind of thing concepts layer on each other. But at the base level, we want to understand how much is this benefiting my needs? How much is it costing my needs? And then we make a decision. Sorry, decision. Is this benefiting my needs more enough than it's costing the needs for this to be the best way for me to do it. And if not, we then look for another way that's going to benefit more and cost less. So um, anything you want to share before I jump into my my little example? 
No, but I actually thought of an example during that. Go ahead. Show, show, show your example. Um, recently, one thing that tends to meet my needs, um, many of my needs, I get a lot of ding-ding-dings out of this, is dancing. I love to dance. I love to perform as like an additional sprinkle on my dancing. Like if I'm dancing in a class, great. If I'm dancing for a performance, like that's that's oftentimes my element. And I recently um, was doing a performance that was kind of stressful in... Um, kind of stressful? Being understated. Um, <laughs> it was in the midst Something, of... Something... That's a word that's not normally in your vocabulary, understated. <laughs> no, no. It, it's really not. Like, I had come off of a two-week vacation out of the country um, to a show the weekend that I got back and then another show a weekend after that um, in the midst of Fantasy Fest, which we've talked about and all of that stuff. There was a lot of goings on going a on. Lot. <laughs> and also we were in the middle of the visa process still as well. So yes. there was a lot. And the, um, the show itself was a little bit... Um, Challenging? Yes, we're going to say that and leave it at that and so we did the performance at um the show and i ended up tearing a muscle during the performance um finished the performance got off stage and was like oh shit i've really i've really fucked something up <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of pretty much it and i'm yeah. we've talked about before my you know my pain tolerance i would wear that as a badge of honor no i can do it i can do it and not really oh no i can't <laughs> <laughs> yeah and in this moment i was like something is not good here now we already have our next performance planned. It's in like another like month or so. So I'm starting to nurse this injury and I wanna go to class. And I'm like, no, if I go to class, like that will feel good, but I'm gonna hurt myself more. I am not in a space that I really want to go to class because we're in the middle of the visa prep as well. So my capacity is like I'm low, 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 low. Nice. <laughs> nice. Like, like sorry, I don't know where it came from. I just had to do it. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to throw out the hook now. Um, there's I really wanted to do it and with another performance coming up, I'm like, oh, it's another opportunity for me to actually perform. I think this is the first time potentially ever, ever yeah. that I've done this. I haven't gone to class mm -hmm. at all. I haven't done any rehearsals. I haven't pushed myself because that's not actually what's going to serve me. And, that's and you've gonna, opted out of the performance. I've opted out of the performance, which is still, I mean, we're about a month out from my injury. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, like, I still feel a little twinge. Like, twinges? Twinges weren't a thing for me before. <laughs> I was like, oh, you you stop acting up, you injury that needs to heal. Like, shut up. You don't hurt. Like, I mean, it's, it's just true. not yeah, really yeah. makes sense. But for me, it did because I was meeting my needs. I was like, oh, no, but that performance is going to meet my needs so much more. Nope. Nope. Now I know that that would, that would feel good in the moment. That would be a hit. And, yes, it would meet, it would meet multiple needs, but it would compromise. It's a very red spectrum so, way of meeting your needs. Very it would red. be in, in this moment. In this moment. And that, the same thing in another t moment would be a green spectrum way of meeting needs. Absolutely. Sometimes mm. it would be the thing like, oh, like that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Like that's what I'm working towards. And it really – it's a different feeling for me. And even 
you know, having gone through the program, teaching it, it's there's still things that I'm learning day to day. And I'm like, oh, gosh, like, wow, wow, I would have I would have tore the muscle more. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I I tore my muscle and I would have jumped back in like the week later. Mm-hmm. I would have wrapped it up and been like, I'm fine. I'll get through it. And I probably would have. And then years later, I'd still be suffering from the exactly. repercussions of that decision because I wanted to get that value need or acknowledgement need or personal power need or whatever need it is that was like really, really up. And it was actually multiple needs. I'm like, look, I can meet all these needs. And then I'm like, look, I can compromise all these needs. Like, and, <laughs> and even if the balance, even if there's a balance of, well, it compromises as many needs as it benefits, it's compromising your needs. Well, I think that it's like, it's like, <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, <laughs> I've just realized that the uh, the needs formula count, calculates your ROI on needs meeting. Like, so your return on investment. So it's like, if you invest and you get nothing back, but you've used time and energy to do that, you've not won, like you've not benefited from that. You want your return on investment to be such that you're going cha-ching in your little needs bank, going, oh yeah, look, I've put this amount of time and energy in, I've got this amount out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the thing is that it's like, yeah, okay, you might, I'm, and I'm gonna say, I'm, I'm just gonna tweak something you said. Like if you if you come out and you've, you you're, the needs formula is balanced where what you've put in and what you get out is the same, it hasn't compromised your needs, but it hasn't benefited. There's like ze- like zero net balance to that. So it's like, but it has taken time. So you no longer have that that piece of time resource that could have been put into something that gains your needs. That's where it's um, you've lost out because it hasn't necessarily compromised your needs, but it's given you no benefit. That, yeah, yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Cool. So I had a beautiful, beautiful example of this came up with um, one of my high-end clients many, many years ago. Um, they, uh, <laughs> I remember it was, like, it was kind of a funny one because um, I thought initially they, they wanted to fly me out to do some work with them. Um, I can't remember where it was that they were initially. I think it was like the Seychelles or the Maldives or somewhere like that. They're like, we want you to fly fly you out to do some work with us. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I'm down. Um, uh, and then we ended up doing it in Scotland in the winter. Now, Scotland is a beautiful country. Don't get me wrong. I loved being there. But Scotland in winter is, uh, my internal thermostat is not built for that. <laughs> like Key West in summer, that's what my internal thermostat is built for. Um, so um, it, was, it, was, it was kind of a fun, uh, it was a funny experience. Um, and they flew me out to do an intensive with them. And they had very, very different lives. So there was this couple, he was very, very successful in business, very successful in business. Um, he was one of these kind of go-getters. Um, he was very into personal growth and development. So he was like <clears throat> up at 4 a.m. every morning to work out, get everything. Wow, there is a lot of activity out there on the street yeah, today. It's the, the house across the, uh, the build. Uh, apologies for all of the uh, additional sound effects you're getting today. Um, yeah, so he was like up. He would like get he get half his day done before the markets opened. He would he did trading, so um, he was up, and then he would be done in the evening. And in the evening, he'd be very tired because he's been up since four a.m. Um, she was uh, an actress, and uh, she was a TV and film actress. 
So her schedule was almost like diametrically opposite to his in the sense that she would um, wake up late um, she would go about her day doing the things that she needed to do and then she would spend the evening up until sort of the wee hours of the morning watching movies that was like it was her it was her art it was her, her, her part of her honing her craft was to watch all these different movies and learn from different actors and, and that kind of thing um, and what was happening was every single night he would sit with her to watch these movies and he would end up like falling asleep on the couch which meant that he wasn't really getting good sleep now the interesting thing was is that i did like a couple of different pieces of work with these these people like we did some needs-based stuff we also did some relationship work as well um so the interesting thing was he was doing this because he thought she wanted him to do it. Now, the fact that that wasn't true was entirely beside the point, And that was something we dealt with in the relationship side of the work that we did together. Um, but from a purely needs standpoint, I remember I said, to, we were talking about it. And, and I said to him, um, as with everything, you're doing this because it meets your needs to do it. And he said, uh, he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I said, so what, which needs is it meeting now? With them, we went through, I, I actually went through all 12 needs. Um, and we found that there was one need in the roots of the tree. It was meeting a tiny amount. And there was one need in the branches of the tree that it was meeting a tiny amount. I was like, okay, cool. So it's meeting your need this little bit. Okay. Which needs is it costing? And he, look, he looked at me like confused. He went, what do you mean? I was like, well, everything you're doing is going to be meeting and costing your needs simultaneously. So which needs of this is this choice to stay up late watching movies and fall asleep costing? So we went through them. Need number one, costing significantly. Foundation function. He was not getting good rest. He was not getting the net amount of rest that he required. Um, need number two, costing quite significantly. Need number three, one of the needs that he was meeting a tiny amount was being cost significantly by doing this exact same behavior. Then we went into the trunk of the tree. Need number four. Well, that was not too much of a, a problem. Need number five, compromising a lot. Need number six, compromising a lot. Need number seven, compromising a lot. And literally, I think that we went through one of the... Of the um, of the 12 needs, I think it was meeting two at a tiny little level and I think it was costing 10 at a huge level. And as we went through, I watched this guy's face like like fall, like bit by bit. It was like, like with every single need that we went through, it was like, oh, 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 oh. Um, like, it's very much like Serena sometimes Aww. does. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, oh. Um, and, I was, and it was being able to put that needs lens on this behavior and look at the needs for me, right? Okay, your, your costs, your benefits are this, your costs are that. You are a businessman. You do investments for a living. Is this a good investment? No, it is not a good investment. Now, the interesting thing is, is that he thought he was doing it because she wanted, she didn't actually want him to. She wanted to just focus on like, she didn't care whether he was there or not. There were other things that really mattered to her that were way outside of the things that he was doing. But he was compromising so much himself. He was, it meant that he was tired when he was waking up in the mornings. He wasn't getting good sleep at night. He was like, he was compromising his value need because he wasn't prioritizing what he needed and knowing that he's worthy of getting what he needed. He didn't feel like 
like he had a choice because he felt like he had to do this because that's what you do with your girlfriend. Like, like it, it was a remarkable, it was, and it was such a, such a stark example where I looked at it and it was just so obvious. And I said, I mean, I do this with clients all the time. That one was a doozy. Like that was a real like knock it out of the park. You've proved the needs formula hands down. Like there is no other way. Like it, it was just so obvious. And what ended up happening was that then he started, oh, hello, pop shield. Um, that you, he started to change his behavior and they became closer as a result, even though they weren't spending that time together because the time they did spend together, he was more awake. He was more alert. He was more engaged. He was more present. They were able to connect better in that space of time. Well, I think the funny thing is too, is that he probably assumed that, you know, not, not, uh, consciously, possibly that he was he was meeting that kind of love and connection need in there when he could actually be compromising it if she I mean no for me and I've had this discussion with my husband like my husband used to do the same thing he'd stay up and watch tv with me because he wants to spend time with me I was like you're not spending time with me you're actually spending time in my time which (laughs) I would prefer to have by myself so yeah a lot of the like I'm, I love having my husband around, but there are sometimes I just need, right. I need me time. And yeah. if I want to watch the shows that I want to watch and like know that he's not into him, he can choose whether to be there or not. But I'm like, no, if you're just going to sleep there, like go upstairs, get a better night's sleep, right. lay in a bed that's meant for you to sleep in and let me just be in my own energy. And he's thinking he's doing a good thing by connecting. And yeah. I'm like, can you go to bed? <laughs> Go to bed. Yeah, like, (laughs) and it has nothing to do with my desire to connect with him. It's just like in that moment, he thinks he's doing something for me and for us when he's actually eroding that need that he's trying to meet. Yeah. Well, and actually, um, and there's another great example, another like layer to that, which is that depending on what is being watched, like some people actually are very like they they might be sharing something because maybe they've seen it before and they want to share something that they think somebody else will enjoy and if that person then falls asleep in the middle and it's something that means a lot to them they'd be like oh like it it, again it would affect that connection in that moment whereas there are other things that like who cares if he falls asleep in the middle of x y and z because Mm -hmm. i don't give it i like that doesn't mean anything but especially with some of the stuff that was like really important to her and her work like there may be those things where it's like, actually, I'm irritated by the fact that you're sleeping through this because this is something that I find really powerful. Like it's very something I'm very connected to. And the fact that you obviously aren't connected to it, it's got nothing to do with his connection to it. He's exhausted. Mm-hmm. Like, but it appears that he's not respecting and connecting with something that means a lot to her in the same way. So there's so many layers to this. But the reality is, First and foremost, if it doesn't work for one person, it doesn't work for either person because it will undermine and erode the relationship. So if you are doing something for the other person but doesn't work for you, over time that is going to build resentment. You won't even be aware of it. It's not not a conscious thing where it's like this person's making me stay up late. Like that they're not that's not a conscious thing, but subconsciously it feels like well this is the per- this is the reason I'm not getting good sleep. So there's a subconscious thing going on where it's like mm, this doesn't feel good. Hmm. Like and it starts as a niggle. <laughs> niggle monster. Um it does, but if you don't actually notice it and address it, 
and start to realize, hold on a second, this isn't really working for me. Let's see if there's a way of doing this that works for both of us. And the way to do that is to, to drop down to what needs are we trying to meet here? And finding a way of meeting those needs that actually feels good to both people, that's a much, much better way of approaching this. I think a lot of times, especially in this situation, I mean, because it's one that I've dealt with myself, but the whole, you get conditioned into, oh, we're supposed to go to bed at the same time. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I, it, it's, it's, we're, like, it's conditioned into us. So mm -hmm. if you're up, I'm going to stay up because we need to go to bed at the same time. Yeah. Like, it, it's it just interesting, the little things mm -hmm. that kind of tweak our thinking. And it's like, oh, no, well, if she's still up or if he's still up, I want to be with them. And now it's interesting because the last year has been a very, you know, like this is something that I've addressed within my own relationship and um, vice versa. Joe has addressed with me and it's like, do you want me to stay down here or do you, do you care? And it's like. I'm about to zone out and like just kind of be in my area. You don't exist right now. So whether you're there or not makes no difference to me. Right. Does it work for you? Yeah. Stay, leave. Like yeah. as far as I'm concerned, like I'm on the couch by myself. And then there are times where like, actually, I just need to be in my own energy right now. Right. There's so much going on. I just want to be here. Or it's like, yeah, I like this is the show I'm going to watch. I know this isn't really your thing, but more than welcome. And mm -hmm. It's not every single time that we have this conversation, but that conversation is something we have a lot. It's like, all right, is this going to work for you? Oh, you're working on whatever. Like, my husband has an electric skateboard that he loves and he loves to work on it. But when he works on it, he takes over our very little apartment with all of the things and there are pieces flying and all of this stuff. And it's like, are you going to be here today? What are, what are your plans? Like, yeah. I want to work on this. Is there a time that works? Oh, no, work on it right now. I don't care. I'm doing my own thing. Or I'm going to be out of, the, out of the house in like an hour. Can we wait till then? Does that work yeah. for you? And finding that compromise that works for both of us. Because mm -hmm. some days it doesn't matter. Some days it's like, yeah, let's do all the things together and just be in some, each other's presence. And sometimes our presence is the thing that's compromising the other person right. and our own needs. Right, absolutely. Well, I think the other thing about it is, is obviously we're talking at the moment about how this relates to in the context of relationships whether it's friendships whether it's intimate relationships family relationships but the needs form is also relevant to you mm -hmm. in and of yourself by yourself for yourself so how often is it that i'll i'll be doing like i, I mean and i'm sure you i'm sure you can relate to this where there are times Doubt when <laughs> there are times when i'm like in the past i would have done something because i want to do it but I realize that by doing that, I'm actually going to cost my needs more. And there's a part like I get like there's a there's a great gif of like a sulky cat on a cushion where it's like <laughs> like sort of thing. And that's kind of how I feel in those moments. I'm like, but I really want to do that. Um, <laughs> like a whiny like, toddler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And but but because I know the needs formula, mm -hmm. I'm like this is not going to support me. This is not going to help me. This is, I'm going to end up paying the price for this in the long term. It kind of, it's like the Veruca salt factor. It's like, okay, you want a, the, the golden goose or the golden egg? Look what happened. I have no idea what you're talking about. Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory? I know, I know the character. I don't know the story well enough to know the reference. I, I feel judged. No, not judged. <laughs> No, it's not like I think you're the first person that I've ever. It's just a first for me. It, it's just a first. 
I don't know. She might be ending our friendship right now. No, no, I won't. I won't. <laughs> She's just going to educate me about Veruca Salt. Yeah. Well, we'll have to. Veruca uh, Salt was the uh, character in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. For anybody else who might not be aware we, of We this. do exist. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she was, uh, she was just a little pill. And everything was like, she had this English accent. She's like, Daddy, I want it now. I want a golden goose. And she's like stomping her feet and getting all up in you know like mm-hmm. she she needs this because that's gonna make her feel i mean personal power value like we could go into the needs she needs she needs this, this thing big quotes and so she got her golden egg and then um she ends up going into the place where bad children go i guess i don't okay. know uh the chocolate factory it kind of seems like it eats annoying children and then the Oompa Loompas <laughs> sing about it. Like okay. when you break it down, like that's that's really what's Sounds happening. Sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> it, um, the Tim Burton one gets a little closer to I'm sure, I'm <laughs> sure. That. But no, and it's just, you know, sometimes getting what you want isn't what you actually need. And it's compromising you. It's not even just not right. getting what you need. It's act- actively compromising you well i mean this is this is very true of like habits like we've we we have these habits that we we go through life where it's like ding this is like gonna meet my needs ding this is gonna meet my needs we don't realize it's not like consciously we're not like oh it's meeting my needs like it's like oh that feels good for a moment oh that feels good for a moment oh that feels good for a moment but sometimes those good for a moment things can feel really crappy in the long term so where you talk about like like some kind of addictive behaviors like um, social media addiction or TV addiction or um, uh, like online shopping addiction or um, uh, drinking addiction, gambling, like these things which they, they, we did, we did them initially because it felt good at some point to do it. And it's not saying that it doesn't feel good anymore, but the amount of needs it's costing is so much, and the extent to which it's costing them is so much higher than the needs in which it's meeting. And I think that's the thing is that we, it, we are, we don't do things to feel crappy, generally speaking. That's that's not generally what we do, but we just don't realize the extent to which these things are costing us because our subconscious is like pulling all the strings and it's like, do this, it feels really good. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm gonna do that. Yay! Like it doesn't feel great afterwards, but the subconscious almost like isn't paying attention to the long term. Subconscious goes now, 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 now. Make me feel good now. Bing. Okay. Great. Oh, like what's next? What's next? Yes. (laughs) Oh, do this. It'll feel good and you'll feel better now. Like ding. Oh, like it's 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 a really um um constructive pattern unsupportive pattern that we get into um and where we don't audit our needs and we don't audit the ways that we do things in our lives and look at them and go okay this thing that i used to do which felt good at that time because of these situations well now in my life it doesn't feel good and it's not what's working for me i mean it's a good example bad example depending which way you look at it but like you have a lot of people where they go out drinking in their 20s and they bounce back the following day with no issue. And then in their 40s, it's like the following day, it's like, oh, God, following. I want to die. Don't, and I'm never drinking again. The following day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Then the older you get, it's like, what, 
Since when did my hangovers last a week? Right, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not saying that drinking is ever a constructive way of meeting needs because, again, it might be that's a way of masking how we're feeling rather than meeting our needs. There's a whole bunch of... The, this is the thing with the needs. It's never, never black and white. There's loads of layers of nuance in between. But just very at a very basic understanding just because we did something at one point and it worked for us doesn't mean to say it's actually going to work for us now and it may be that that we get this like that this like hit in the short term which is intense and powerful so we go oh that feels great subconsciously um the subconscious is like yeah get in um and then the next minute it's like oh i feel good again so do that thing again like we want to feel good again let's do that thing again and that's where we kind of get into this kind of really um destructive pattern um and what we want to do is by taking a step back and looking at that's why one of the things we do in parts as part of the needs program is we actually look at what are our patterns around meeting our needs and what needs are we meeting and are they red spectrum way of meeting needs are they green spectrum way of meeting needs so then we can start to look at okay which needs do we want to meet how do we shift these to make them more green and to 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 have the needs formula work more in our favor and the deeper you get the closer to the root that you get um to the need that you're trying to meet. And if you do it in the green green spectrum, more fulfilling ways, that feeling lasts so much longer mm-hmm. because it's actually it's actually working to meet the need that's up, not just giving it that quick band-aid. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of times it's we like band-aid it. Like a, ooh, yeah. yeah. And one thing that came up when you were talking about social media, I'm not on social media much anymore. And if it wasn't for what we do, I probably would have gotten off a long time mm-hmm. ago because I realized like I'd go for that quick hit and it's like oh, I want to go on Facebook and see whatever 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 hit I was trying to get from yeah. it like there was almost always some sort of hit even if it was yeah. I just need a distraction like done well, and a Facebook. lot of the time your conscious mind isn't aware of why yes. it's just doing it it's 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 pulling the strings and mm-hmm. like the conscious mind's like why am I doing this I don't know <laughs> I don't even want to be on yeah Facebook. exactly but, but and it's because the subconscious is trying to meet needs it's just got a really shitty roadmap for how to do it yeah like get some gps up there <laughs> Yeah, the, it's, and it's it's almost like it hasn't got all the maps installed. Like, right. do you remember like when you when you first started getting GPS, GPS. and you had to get you had to buy your maps for certain like, there's areas? There's not even a road here. Yes, like, what am I doing? I'm in a field. There's a pond next to me, and I'm next to a sheep as well. Why am I here? Like, help! And the, the and the, the just go. Well, if you just keep going, there's another road down there somewhere. You'll eventually get to it. Just try not to fall in the river on the way um but it's almost like when you do the when you do the needs work you actually get to see we get all of the maps and it's like okay well yeah i could go this way but that's going to take me nine and a half hours or i could take this way and it's going to take me 15 minutes like i mean it's really what it's like yeah. i mean it's the direct route to feeling better the actual for, destination yeah and when it comes to meeting needs it's feeling fulfilled for longer because if you meet the root of that need like that's up there like there's nothing pulling the strings underneath right. it. So the deeper you can get and it's and, and and it isn't always that you get to the root right away. Sometimes yeah. you meet and then you're like, oh, there's still something else. Yeah. All right, let's go a little bit deeper. deeper. Yeah. And then, you know, meet in another way and it's like that feels good, but I feel like it can feel even better. And then you start really focusing on like, all right, get green, get green, get green. Like what can be even greener? What can be yeah. even greener? And just kind of moving towards that rather than 
Like I can do this red thing really, really quick. Well, it's like it's like if you're like if you're in a car and you're like yeah, that like what you actually want is to go to the ocean. Um, and like the the first thing is like, oh well, we'll take you to a, an aquarium, like a fish tank. Does that work? And it's like, well, mm, not fish, but okay. And then it's like the next one's like, okay, how about a pond? It's like, mm, well, but not really. Um, and then it's like, oh, how about a lake? Big lake. Big, big lake right and it's like well I, I mean better than the ponds but still not what I'm really looking for um and then it's like we found a waterfall and it's like it's okay I mean it's a very nice waterfall mm-hmm. don't get me wrong nothing against waterfalls it's not the ocean it's really what I'm looking for and then when you finally get to the ocean like <sighs> this is what I wanted mm-hmm. and it's like you've you've trying to like it's and it, it's taken you like 20 hours of driving because you hit all of these other things on the way that weren't really there uh, without realizing that you have the ocean is at the end of the street it just sent you the wrong direction or that you'd i mean in another kind of using that same example or you like i need i need some water i need some water in my life Mm. in the same thing will an aquarium work not quite the water i'm feeling all right let's try something bigger and it's like in that same thing it's finding the thing that you know, if the you don't version know of it. the version of it, you might yeah. not know that the ocean is your destination. But when you get there, you're like, ah, this was it. This was what I was looking for. Exactly. And it's like, and it may be, it's like, well, I need water. And there's one day where you need water and what you want is the ocean. The other day, you need something to drink. The mm-hmm. ocean's not going to help you with that. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, you could, but it's not going to benefit you at all. So you see what I mean? Like you, you want to help to kind of figure out how to kind of fill in all of those shortcuts to be like, oh, okay. What I'm, what am I wanting? I want water. Why do I want water? What need am I trying to make with water? Well, foundation function. Well, that's like water to drink, right? Yeah, water to drink. Okay, there's a, there's a convenience store just down the street. Great, done. Or there's a tap in the kitchen. Great, done. Or actually, I'm trying to meet my emotion experience expression need um, because I want to feel calm. I want to feel peaceful, and I feel calm and peaceful by a lake. But somebody else feels calm and peaceful by the ocean and somebody else feels calm and peaceful by a waterfall. Like it's about figuring out what are the needs that you are trying to meet underneath and what ways of meeting those needs are going to specifically work for you, for where you are at in this moment. And it's about coming up with that needs formula, coming up with a way where the needs formula is like, whoop, and it's like, okay, I'm getting all this benefit, very little cost. That's a winner. That's something I want to be working with. I realized I had lost my train of thought and I was... I mean, we got, we, we rolled over it so quickly. I, I did. Would. <laughs> I, I hadn't even realized I lost my train of thought. Um, back to the Facebook thing. Like mm. when I would go on, something that kind of stopped me is I'd go on for this quick hit of need meeting. And then I'd come out so compromised because I've watched this disaster unfold. There's this drama. There's this. There's that. I don't know why this person's still on my feed. And now I'm niggled by what they have put up there all the things i was realizing how many hits i was taking by meeting this little bundle and then i'd come out and i'm like i feel even fucking worse well and the interesting thing is is that this is one of the things is that serena decided at one point it actually does meet her needs to be on facebook because of what we do and everything so 
what she did was she went and curated her Facebook better so that when she goes on, it doesn't hit her in the mm-hmm. same way that it used to. I'm the same, like I curate my newsfeed. Like I want to see the things I want to see. I don't want to see the things or the people I don't want to see. Mm-hmm. Snooze for 30 days, great function. Unfollow, Unfollow, great function. Like these things that and you create something where it's like, hey, okay, I do want to do this, but that way of doing this doesn't work for me. So what's the way of doing this This it really does? Yeah, like, the curation was an interesting process for me because there are certain people I'm like no I want to know what's going on and it's like it's almost like a three strike you're out rule I had in my head and it wasn't defined but it's like oh you annoyed me no what the fuck are you talking about now noted like in the third time I'm like Done. Unfollow. Like, yeah. a lot of people feel weird about that because they're like, oh, no, I can't. I don't want to, like, unfriend people. I'm not talking about unfriending people. Like, I still want them in my Which life. Which I do, by the way. I unfriend people yes. all the time yeah. now, too. Just That's okay to do, too. Yeah. If it, if it doesn't serve you or me to be in connection connection with you, then it doesn't. It simply, maybe it's just Facebook. I'm not saying I'm going to unfriend you in life, but, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to watch. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I, yeah. It's just not. It doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. And if it yeah, doesn't, doesn't work, work, doesn't work. Yeah. So find a way. Find a way that does. Mm-hmm. And it might be that that way is to not do that thing at all. It might be to change the way you do that thing in order that the needs formula balances out better in your favor. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. No. Nothing was. This is going to become a thing, isn't it? <laughs> Did Larry become a thing? <sighs> Watch it become a bigger thing. Oh, the Niggle Monster's back as well. And on that note, I'm going to say thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We appreciate you. Stay tuned for our next episode in the Burning the Candle at Both Ends series. Um, (laughs) Did you even mention it was a series or Burning the Candle at Both Ends at any point during this? I thought I did. Did I not? I don't think we did. Hey, I have did. I definitely mentioned it in the last episode. If I didn't mention it in this episode, I I have mentioned it. Yeah. Hi, everyone. This is a series that we're doing. (laughs) So this was episode one. Next is episode two. Come back and join us for that. Yeah, I I think we went right up. Whatever. It's all good. All right. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, We're sending you lots of love. And between now and next time, remember to keep meeting your needs. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye, friends. That's it for today. If you like what you heard. I would like to see some of Serena's awesome facial expressions. Check out the video podcast on YouTube. And remember, use your needs formula to find the ways of meeting your needs that benefit them way more than they cost them. Well, shit. It really is that simple.